Hey guys, Erica Scosho here at Practical Biz Podcast, and it is 2023, and so we're really excited to talk about in-person. Um, if you're a business owner like me, you are really ready to reconnect with your employees, with the community, with other entrepreneurs, and I think, you know, having an in-person event uh is the way to go for 2023. I'm over Zoom, I don't know about you, but um, it feels really good to get back in person. And so today we wanted to share um, some excellent tips on uh, how you can uh, take events and your business to the next level. So today we are joined with our guest, Hugo. Um, Hugo is a small business owner, an entrepreneur, owns a dance studio among many other uh, businesses. He is a member of the Rhode Island Small Business Coalition. Um, not sure if I'm forgetting any else. If you got anything? No, no, no? you got it. Good. Um, so uh, we're here today at the Event Factory space, which is owned by Hugo. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about 10 ideas on types of business events that your small business can run, especially if you're in Rhode Island. We can connect you with Hugo. So Hugo, talk to us a little bit about um, the event factory here. Sure, yeah. So it's, it's actually my wife and I. We own and operate the businesses together. Um, the event factory is a little spin off the talent factory, right? So the talent factory tra traditionally is a performing arts center. We like to call it a performing arts center. We teach acting, dancing, and singing lessons there. And uh, we also do that here. But here at the Event Factory, we focus a little bit more on actual events. Um, we have a stage, um, a ballroom setting kind of uh, space with a few breakout rooms, full liquor and food license. Um, so we use this space to not only show people what the kids have learned, but also have private events, private functions, as well as functions that are open to the public, um, you know, comedians, psychics, uh, corporate events, networking meetings, you know, all of the above. So it's been a lot of fun. Awesome. So um, we want to help you today figure out what might be the best event for your business. So one of the things I think, especially with staff engagement and getting reconnected with your employees, would be to have a holiday party. And so not necessarily Christmas. It doesn't always have to be Christmas. It could be any time throughout the year. Um, you could do a Mardi Gras party, a, a Valentine's party. Uh, you know, we love our staff, um, our employees. So anything around the holiday Super space. Bowl. Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl's coming, right? Um, any type of theme that is really fun that uh, you can engage your employees. You want to do it off-site to make it fun, exciting. It could be a half-day retreat. Um, so that's one way that you can connect and re-engage your, your employees with you. Um, also networking events. So you guys have had a lot of networking events here. A lot of fun. Yeah. So what do you find the benefits that you see for your clients in terms of holding network events? Oh boy. Well, if you're in business, you know that it's all about networking. Mm -hmm. 
you know, especially in Rhode Island. It's the, I know a guy state. Well, you got to get to know people. <laughs> you know? Or a girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get to know people. So the networking events are always great. You never know who you're going to meet. You never know who, who can help your business, what other business you can help. So putting yourself in those settings, it's super important. And it's a lot of fun. You know, we always create a very uh, relaxed lounge kind of atmosphere for those. You don't say. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for those meetings, we create that like, you, you know, super chill vibe. And uh, it helps people open up and, you know, talk and feel comfortable. And yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, and I think to getting out there, that's actually how I found out about the space right. was I came to a networking event. Um, I think when you're networking with, and we talk a lot about that, networking with other small businesses is a great way to expand your brand, um, get that brand awareness out there so that people know about your business, what you have to offer. And then also, again, building that relationship with other small business owners or in your case, it could be elected officials, it could be um, other advocate programs or groups or coalitions um, for your industry so that you can build together uh, some regulations, uh, anything that you need to cut the red tape in your state. Um, it's a great way to do that as, as yeah, well. Absolutely. They're good listeners. I think a lot of times we think the elected officials don't listen, but they actually do. Yeah. Some implement, some don't. Yeah. You know, they, it's it's good to be around people that are making the decisions. Yeah. So and you important. yeah, and you don't always have to wait for somebody to invite you to a networking event. Why can't you host one yourself? And then you can invite who you want to your to your event and and maybe you could look at people that are outside of who you normally connect with and bring them in cuz that's a great way to double the exposure for your brand and your business and show you as an expert in that area. Right. Um, so I think networking events in person where, again, no offense, Zoom, but there's just not that same energy no. or, or impact that happens through a Zoom that will not happen in a, you know, in a, an in-person event. Um, providing trainings for uh, or how-to sessions for either your employees or even your clients. You can even do how to use your products, why your products make sense, um, you know, some something in that how-to events or, um, you know, providing trainings for, for people. Um, the other thing, too, is bringing public speakers. So Rhode Island, uh, because we're a very small state, we tend to have kind of the same people over and over. So it might be a great opportunity if there's a fantastic speaker for your business industry outside of the normal people um, to reach out to them and have them come down to an event. And events are also not only a great way to, to network with people and get your brand out there, it also could be something that generates revenue for you. Absolutely. Right? We have a guest speaker coming in uh, March 2nd, uh, which I can't say who it is, but someone really famous. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's been announced yet by the organization that's bringing her in, uh, but super exciting. Um, to have that kind of atmosphere come in. Sure. You know, like that that vibe of um, people learning something new and being around someone that you never thought you would see. Yeah. You know, I love it. I'm saving all my pennies to afford Gary V. <laughs> He's my favorite. Um, but yeah, you know, if you can, whatever you can do to work up to get a guest speaker, a public speaker to come into your event, um, it, it gives a little bit more credibility to your event. Absolutely. And um, it also... Maybe piques people's interest to either, you know, register for your event or even more pay for a ticket to come to the event. So 
Um, that is another way to use an event to help build your business. Customer appreciation events. How often do businesses do that? Uh, and employee appreciation, um, both sides of the spectrum, but I don't think we do it often enough. Yeah. You know, I think it's really important to show your customers a good time for them to see you with your hair down, yep. you know, and uh, see that you're not just a business owner that's rushing around trying to make a living, yep. but also that you're a personal person, yeah. you know, personable person, somebody that they can hang out with, talk to, you know, and, and I think customers will appreciate your products yep. a little bit more yep. if you're one of them. I, I find like we do a lot of, um, as obviously as a daycare, we do a lot of different events at our school. Um, we, you know, we do graduations. We do, uh, you know, Mother's Day, breakfast with mom, donuts with dad. We do lots of different events like that, and they're always well-received. Our customers love going to them. I mean, again, who wouldn't love spending a little extra time with your little one? But um, they are ways that we have built our brand um, as a very engaging school. So even if you do your events in-house, you could do in-house, you know, outside of your, your location. I say for your employees, definitely outside of your location, makes it a little extra special. Right. They go to work every day. There's nothing special about pizza in the boardroom. Absolutely. Right? You're absolutely <laughs> But taking right. them off site is just that extra level of we really care about you and we really want you to um, feel that love. So um, also if you um, have a uh, pop-up, you want to do a pop-up event, uh, maybe you typically sell on e-commerce um, and you want people to be able to see your products in person, it might make sense to work with other vendors who sell similar products or to, maybe not similar products, but to the same customer, target audience. Um, Pop-up events are really great to do in person. And again, you don't always have to wait for someone to host one. You can host your own. Um, and then an event within an event, live streaming. So if you are having a awesome public speaker come to your event, live stream that. If somebody can't you know, get to the event or lives on the other side of the country, it's a wonderful way right. to get your brand to really expand outside your zip code. Super important. Uh, we, you know, coming from the COVID shutdowns and uh, opening a space like this, that's something that we focused on because a lot of people were staying home. A lot of people were still afraid to go out into a crowd. Um, so we did install cameras throughout the space with live stream capabilities. Um, so you'll see around the space, we have these PTZ cameras that we wow. control and, um, yeah, and we can live stream anything. Oh, yeah, very exciting. Yeah. We will be using that option. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would say maybe the last of the, uh, 11 is VIP events. Um, I think that we all have customers, but I think we all have some that might be just a little more and it could be VIP, not necessarily for the dollar amount that they spend with you, but maybe the amount of engagement they do with you in right. person or on social media, or they constantly are bringing you referrals and leads. Um, a supporter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, you know you know who they are, guys. Right. You know who those 10 to 20 core folks are that are constantly promoting your brand. I know who mine are. Oh, I know who, who mine are. Absolutely. absolutely. So um, you are the professional in event planning. So could you please maybe talk to us a little bit about what people need to look for when they're looking for an event space? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot, um, you know, and it all also depends on what your event is, okay. um, what your needs are. 
Um, but always the questions about, you know, food minimums. That's a big topic. Um, you know, if you're going to a hotel or a convention center, um, a lot of these places charge a food minimum. Mm -hmm. And you might see a venue and they tell you, oh, the space rentals, you know, $500, $200. But you're hit with a $65 (laughs) a head food minimum and you're doing 140 people. And before you know it, you're up to $10,000, $11,000, $12,000. So it's something to always ask the questions. What am I obligated to spend here? You know, um, the food minimums, if there's a bar minimum, whatever the case is, get it all black and white. You know, always know that. Apart from that, uh, audio video. Audio video is a big one. Uh, Most ballrooms, hotels, convention centers don't have the capabilities to hand you a microphone, you know, and uh, have a PA system. And not a good one. A lot of times, too, if they do, it's not great. It's certainly not to the level of here. Right, right. even close. Um, Yeah, so that's kind of where my background was. I grew up in a radio station. My father was a program director, and he also uh, produced, you know, shows and brought in artists and did concerts. So uh, it's funny because my wife was in the front of the stage. You know, she was more of a dancer, performer, teacher, where I was as a kid backstage watching the guy plug in the microphones run the lighting system. Yep. <clears throat> so that's something I was always interested in. So here, when we built this place, I had a lot of fun focusing on that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, we've rented a lot of spaces for the talent factory. We've done a lot of shows. So when I walk into a space and I say, oh, can we have, uh, you know, the moving lights yeah. to do a spotlight in the middle for the soloist that's in this dance? And they're like, uh, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can but you have to bring someone else to do that. Right. And it was about, you know, and I think it's about creating memorable events. It's not Absolutely. about just having an event. It's about what makes it memorable. It's all those if people aren't talking about it. Yes. All those special yeah. little touches that invoke the feelings and emotion. Right. You have, like you said, a, a soloist dancing in the middle of a stage that music and that light draws you in to that yeah. experience. Right. The lighting is part of the performance. Yes. A hundred percent. And it, when you see, anything on stage you know if you watch a netflix special of a comedian yeah i'm looking at the background yeah you know and i'm seeing the cool light fixtures that they hung from the ceiling or the chandeliers or you know the 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 drapes i'm looking at that like wow you know somebody had that vision and it enhances the performance yeah no matter what the performance is the the audio and the visuals enhance that well i can tell you like i do public speaking and i also do lots of strategic planning meetings. And as a presenter, there is nothing more stressful or aggravating when your audio equipment doesn't work. Oh boy. The, I really, it, it, well, because again, it's the same thing. We're up there, we're, we're performing, we're pulling you into what it is we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so when that doesn't work, that really, although you try to keep your cool, it really does mess up oh, yeah. your mind and where your where your head's at. You know, you're always worrying about that. So I'll um, tell you a quick a quick story yeah. about that one. Um, we rented a beautiful venue in Providence, um, probably one of the best venues in the state for sure. And we filmed this video that we were premiering there. Video goes on, no audio. Right. This was the highlight of the event. Yeah. Was this beautiful video? We've yeah. Had. No audio. And man, it was, you know, you can't stop the show. Show must go on. Mm-hmm. Very stressful. Yeah. It was a very stressful moment for us. Yeah. So I know. 
that actually happened to us at um, a dance competition for our dance studio. Uh, they had, luckily, it was a singing um, performance. It was Glee, and the audio didn't work, and the kids just continued to go. They just sang it. Yeah. Continued to, to go with it. But, the uh, crowd yeah. goes wild. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's true. It's That's true. true. They yeah. really showed themselves as professionals. Yeah, especially but, working with kids. People yeah. support it. They know things yeah. happen, you know. Yeah. But you don't want it to happen at your event. No. So you want to make sure that if they don't provide high quality audio, lighting, et cetera, that you find a place that does or know that you're going to have an additional expense mm -hmm. to bring that in. Yeah. Right. And hire a company that cares. Yeah. Hire a company that's yeah. not just a you know, you're writing them a check to do a service. Make sure that they are capable of doing that service. Correct. Um, what about, let's talk about pricing. What should people look for there? Uh, again, the minimums, definitely super important. There are always surprise fees when you're working with, um, convention centers, yes. ballrooms, hotels, tablecloths, table the tablecloths, yes, uh, exactly. the dividers in between the booths. Yeah. Chairs, yep. tables. Piping and linen. That's yeah. it, right? Yeah. Pipe, pipe and drape. Pipe, pipe and, and drape. drape. Yeah. 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 So um, those are always, I have found, always ended up being extra It adds extra to the film. Yeah, yeah, it adds to the bill. That's one thing that we have tried to really focus on or, or be cautious of, I should say. I don't like that. I don't like the, do you want to use this couch? Uh, it's a, extra just, 10 bucks. Extra 10 bucks. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not into that. You know, to me, honestly, it makes our job more difficult, the, the nitpicking Easy. of yeah, every single thing. Five tablecloths, or did you need six? Or oh, somebody spilled something. We use the seventh one. Yeah. Like that's I, I crazy. Found, I I think the other thing too that's interesting to add is when you have a great space where they know what they're doing, like you, um, you don't have to have that middleman because we had talked about that before. Right. You don't need to hire an event planner. Um, not that there's anything wrong with event planners, but when you work with a space that does nothing but events, right. it has everything in house. And does so many, they they really become professionals at what they right. do. You don't really need that additional expense in many cases. Yeah, we open the space because we plan events. Yeah. Uh, we've worked with event planners that have been great. You know, yeah. they also many times bring a vision that we didn't see. Sure. You know, and yeah. we always call this place a, a blank slate. Sure. It's always a different look for sure. every event. So, but know. it's something you have to, be, from a business standpoint, it's something that you have to build into your budget. Right. If you're gonna go that that route, so Correct. Uh, most of most of our folks here are are you know entrepreneurs who've been ten ten years or less. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're just getting started, that may not be in the budget, but I don't want it to discourage you from holding your own event. And again, that's right. why I bring up you can sell vendor space, mm -hmm. you can sell tickets, you can get sponsors. So there's lots of different ways to yeah. generate revenue and pick that. a space that has a look already. Sometimes if you don't have the have it in your budget to um, add, you know, pipe and drape and linens and uh, flowers or whatever, you know, decor you might need, maybe look for a space that has some of it, you know, that when you walk in, you're already like, wow, this is beautiful. It doesn't need much. Correct. You know, and Rhode Island, Rhode Island has quite a few, you know, especially with the historical places. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of venues that you walk in and you're just... Blown away. Yeah. You know, restaurants. It's there's a lot. So can you talk about um security? So what do you need for security, um, assistance with parking, those types of things? Yeah. Um, you know, we always treat everything a case by case basis. Um, you know, it's a crafted event space. So depending on what you need. We have events that may have thirty people in it, you know, a corporate mm -hmm. meeting, 
Um, but parking for that, super easy. Security, not necessary. You know, but you never know. You might have a party that brings in 200 people, you know, and you might just for the host's sake and the venue's sake, you might say, let's bring in security, you know. Um, and people, I think, always have the misconception that security is in case something bad happens. But it's not. You know, security is in case you need to feel secure about something. Say somebody, you know, God forbid somebody has a cardiac arrest, you know, and you need somebody to perform CPR. Make sure that that security is certified in that. Somebody in the building should have that certification. Yep. Um, you know, so that's what security means to us, is to make sure that everybody's in a safe place um, for any needs. Anything someone might need, you have to be able to provide that safety. You know, uh, parking, I mean, that's important. You might rent a venue that has no parking. And if you're, you know, dealing with, an, with a city, a downtown area, Parking is very limited and valuable. Uh, part of the reason we took our space to Warwick, we were looking in Providence when we decided to take on this venture. Um, we were looking at a place on Westminster Street, beautiful, beautiful space. Um, but it, again, parking, very limited. Yeah. Uh, and making sure it's lit, too. Making right? sure it's lit. Yeah. Yes. A lit parking lot. A night event. Yeah, absolutely. Um, here, we, we're, we're fortunate. We have a huge parking lot. We have... Uh, a little over 90 spaces outside. Um, plus, it's a very secluded area. Uh, there are no residents around us. Yep. Um, so street parking is an option. Uh, there are local businesses around here who don't mind. Um, so it's the parking is really nice here. Okay. You know, so we're, we're lucky for that one. So before we wrap up, do you have any do's or don'ts when it comes to eventing, uh, renting event space? Do's and don'ts with when renting event space, um, know what they offer and make sure that A, they have what you need and let them be the one to help you get what you need, you know, if you need the help. You know, for example, sometimes we have events where people might um, want to bring in alcohol and obviously you can't, you know, that's... Uh, that's something that's really, it's a, it's a law, basically. So we have to make sure that people understand that. Um, what else? Do's and don'ts. I don't know. I feel like we always make anything happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no request. Just make the request. If there's something you have in mind, ask. Odds are there's somebody that works in that facility that can make it happen. On that note, I have a request. So if you like the content of this video, we ask that you like, subscribe, or comment. Beautiful. That's my request. <laughs> um, so we have a really cool announcement that we're going to make live today on this show. So we are launching our very first business conference from Stella Business Concepts on September 21st, which is a Thursday. We are launching the 2023 Rhode Island Small Business Summit. We will have guest speakers. We will have an expo area. We will have a networking opportunity um, and amazing, uh, you know, folks that are going to come out and network with you, learn about your business and learn about their business um, and some of the best speakers uh, available in this area. So, Hugo, thank you so much for being part of Practical Biz Podcast. We're so happy to have you on as a guest. I can't wait to work with you on our collaboration for our event. 
So tell the listening audience there, if you're from Rhode Island, Mass, Connecticut, New England, and you want a great event space, how they get a hold of you. Reach us on the website at um, theeventfactoryri.com. We're on Instagram. We're on social media, uh, Facebook. Um, and however you want to reach out to us, reach out to us, and we will get back to you right away. Um, check out our list of events when you're on our social media, on our website. Uh, we have some great events. We have John Parada coming in with his comedians uh, doing a show in April. We have uh, Doreen Collins coming in in March. We have uh, an amazing psychic coming in. Uh, her information's on our website. She she blew my mind when she came in for a tour. It was amazing. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. That's actually happening at the end of this month in February um, and, and a lot more. There's too many to list. We've been very fortunate to book yeah. some great events. So just check your website out. Yes. Check your website out. And then we'll be on there too. All my friends out there in Practical Biz land will be on there too. Uh, again, save the date, September 21st. See you soon. Bye. Are you a business owner? Are ready to get your startup? Well, started. Have a burning question you'd like us to answer? Want to know more about the services we offer? Or register for upcoming workshops and events? Looking to book a guest speaker? Or like to be a guest on the Practical Biz Podcast? Visit our website at stellarbusinessconcepts.com.